Warning, this show is a put together by morons. Listen if you want, I don't give a shit. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll not be a gentleman. it's another day that ends in Y, and you're probably listening to this behind the boathouse. Yeah, showing your, somebody your dark secret, you gross. Why are you playing the toadies, Mike? <laughs> I haven't even thought about the toadies, and... Uh, I don't know, like 30 years, but it is a day that ends in Y, and it is time for Wisecracking with Winter Friends, and we got another action-packed show, and we should get right to it. Let's get good old producer Paul and Justin on the line. They should be calling any second now. Hello, guys, are you on the air? How are you doing? Say it at the same time. Okay. How are you doing? Okay. Well, it's good to have you back, Paul. Who's that there? It's Just 10. Oh, hey, hi. How are you doing? Well, welcome back I'm to the big Justin. show, Paul. Um, are you over all your maladies now? Uh, you know, I'm getting there. We'll see. Just well enough to make some bad picks instead of so, mailing them in like the last two weeks. You got got most of the sand out of your mangina. <laughs> got what? He wanted to know if you got most of the sand out of your mangina. Yeah, you know how that can be. It gets all like bristly and <laughs> abrasive and whatnot. Not a good feel. Um, for sure. Doing well, I think. No. No, but you're feeling better these these days, right? Oh yeah. Yep. So Justin, I got six correct on the NFL picks last week. Paul, um, how did you do? I think I got five. I was trying to ask you how you scored the Cleveland. What? No, I mean Cleveland and Cleveland and the Chargers. How did, did you count that as a push? Was it? A, I think the Chargers were minus two, and they won by two. Oh, okay. So that's is would that be considered a win or just a nothing? A nothing, <laughs> right? Nothing. It's a push, push. buddy. It's a, it's a tie. Push is for losers. Uh, it beats losing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. So, as you know, I wasn't on the show last week. But I did send you my picks before Sunday kickoff, and I believe uh, I'm five, eight, and one going into the Monday night tilt. Nothing to be proud of, but it well, is how did I is. All I know is I won the Vikings game this weekend. Yeah. Did you? You picked the Bears. Yep. Nice. So did I. I did not. I. Uh... <laughs> It was a bit of a stumble, I guess, right? I would have never guessed that. 
Hells to the yeah. Yeah, well, your team got the W, so I mean, that's what's most important to you as a lifelong yeah. Purple fan, right? Well, being a Purple fan, you you just learn to live with the fact that the uh, that the Purple never cover the spread. Well, come shit. But they huh? win. But they win the games. So, to be a good Vikings fan, I guess always take the other team and the points. The Vikings will win. But they're not going to cover. If you're a Vikings fan, okay, just we'll see, always we'll bet on the you, other team. It'll be interesting to see if you follow your own advice this week, Mike. Yes, it will be interesting. What else is interesting? With that, go ahead. What? What were you going to say about being interesting? Who? You. Oh, I was just going to say, are you ready to get into the picks? No, we got plenty to talk about. Jesus Christ. Oh, what we, do you have to talk about? We need to talk you about... you want to talk about roughing the passer calls? No, I want to talk about you going to the Toadies. Now, Justin, have you ever seen the band The Toadies in person or heard any of their songs? Thankfully, no. They sound like a children's band, and <laughs> I'm not a pedophile. You guys can go there. I don't need to. Yeah, no shit. I'm not going, but Paul is tomorrow night. So I wow. op- I opened this show with a Toady song in his honor because I thought it was fitting. Nice. Which one was it? Um, the only song they have that anybody listens to. Um, How's it go? Down by All the. All I can think of is the the backwater song by Meat Puppets, but Possum Kingdom. I'll play Down it in the background. The Down by the water. You can't do that. Then you're going to have to pay them royalties. Oh, I'm not paying those motherfuckers a dime because they it, suck. I come from the water. <laughs> I come from the water. Yeah, I, I think they, 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 it should be a wash. You know, we're actually talking about them, you know, with the one person who might be influenced by us. I mean, everybody, everybody's heard Possum Kingdom by the Toadies, even Justin. I played a little bit. You guys can't hear it, but once you hear it, you'll recognize it. So that turned into a larger conversation between Paul and I. What are your what's your favorite concert memory? So Paul and I were rattling off a few, and I'm sure tomorrow night at the big Toadie show, Paul will probably more than likely have a uh, new favorite concert memory. Or wrong button. There. <laughs> Do you think the Toadies will be your new favorite, Paul? Oops. There we go. I'm sorry. You need to repeat that? So how no, sp- probably not. How small a venue can we go for, for concerts? Like like a band in a bar? Or is that a concert? This is like uh, they're in a uh, they're playing behind a bar in an outdoor like patio area on a patio we, we went we went and saw <laughs> the patio you, Mike? We, out by the fucking alley we saw, <laughs> we saw next to the we saw another 90s band there a couple months ago and i can't remember who it was i told you right oh cracker right no they got a pretty big area so was it uncle cracker or cracker no just cracker they probably played right next to the toilets back there. 
I, well, they I got a couple, bet, a couple bippies, yeah. I, yeah, I bet there's probably about a 500 person capacity back there. Would be my guess. Well, that's a that's a substantial co- concert. That's not really a patio then. A patio is like ten tables and the well, guy. Well, you know, it's just in behind the building. building. It's all it's all outdoors behind the building. All right. so, By the toilet. It's, it's a really big patio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that must be one of your wife's favorite bands. Is that why you're going? Uh, I don't know if it's even one of her favorites, but she definitely was the amp. Going. I'll give and you a I pass. Said, yeah, whatever. I'll give you a pass. I mean, if you're going with some friends, and we're like, "What are we gonna do tonight, guys? You want to go out and get some drinks? You want to go play that? What was that football? Um." It was like a football bowling game or something you were doing. Where you throw a football at pins. Bowling? Yeah, but you throw a football at pins. Fowling. Fowling, yeah. Like, let's go yeah. out and do some fowling in Indianapolis. Let's do that. No, wait. Let's go see the Toadies. Dude, no, that, that's totally different. Because it's Monday night right now, and he already knows what he's going to be doing on the weekend. It's not like it's Friday night, and you're like, well, what should we do? Should we go happy hour here, happy hour there? Oh, we wound up at the Toadies. No, this is a full-fledged plan. That's right. But it's, to, it's, a two, it's a Tuesday night. <laughs> Justin, what was, the, what was your most favorite concert that you saw in person? Any kind of music. Um, the one where I got busy in the Burger King bathroom afterwards. That's why I was asking about the bar. Uh, one time in a bar, me and my girl, we went to the bathroom together. Giddy up. That's not a concert. That's you having, <laughs> uh, sex in public. But that get, was, you mean, get the buzzer was that for a that. band. It was at a band in a bar, man. That's a concert. That's why I was asking. How big is a concert? I don't know, Paul. You should be able to remember what band it was, though. Yeah, what band if was this it? This isn't, in fact, a made-up story. You know, th- that's inconsequential, what band it was. The important part was after it, when we were paying our tab, we snuck off into the bathroom. I'm guessing it was 1983 and you guys were seeing, like, REO Speedwagon or something. <laughs> okay, sure. All right, well, if you're not going to count that one, I'm going to have to go to the outdoor concert. For the fame, the world famous Minnesota band called Slave Raider. All right, <laughs> Slave Raider. Wow, Slave <laughs> Raider. That's right. So they had an outdoor concert at the Dell or at the New Munich Ballroom, right? And so they had the big, big stage set up behind the ballroom, and the whole parking lot was just chock full of people, right? And this is when I'm like probably 19 years old. And, and the best part is, is, you know, all these guys are hanging on to their girls and it's packed person to person in person, right? So I show up there with my buddy Rick. And uh, so we meet up with the Tearaway Brothers, right? So it's us four. So I'm I'm about six foot two, all right? And, you know, back in the day, about that time, I was probably what, a buck 75, right? Yeah. So this is what the problem is, is Jason's six seven, Russ is six seven. Rick's 6'4", 6'5", and I'm 6'2". 
Jason's pushing through the crowded slave raider like there's no tomorrow, right? Yeah. Pushing guys to the left and right and left and right. And he's 6'7", and then the guys get pissed off, and they look up, and they see Russ 6'7", and then they see Rick 6'4", 6'5". And then I'm trailing behind at 6'2". I'm thinking I'm going to get my ass jumped because they're pushing through the crowd like this. I remember distinctly this one dude is hanging on to his girlfriend, right? You know, behind her, and he's, like, doing the, the spoon in there from behind whatever while they're standing. This guy gets pushed, and he's like makes his mean face, and then he looks up, and he just jaw just dropped. I thought that was so damn funny, but I thought for sure I was going to get jumped in that that mass of humanity. Was it hard walking with a rock hard erection through that crowd, following all your friends? No, why? <laughs> bing, bang, bing. Well, you were like so descriptive. He was six four, and he looked like he was chiseled, and then the next guy was six <laughs> one, and he was ripped. And then the next guy, and then you were the last guy with a big erection following all these guys. Dude, I mean, I don't know what story you were listening to, but, you know, I mean, your man crushes are getting a little bit overboard here. You know, you're starting to see six packs and stories for everything. Hey, Justin. What's up? I I just have one question. Was this before or after 1987? This would have been after. So did they the Minnesota Twins song that they did in the uh, style of ACDC's TNT? How does that nope. one go? Maybe you can hum a few bars. I don't know. You know, it's like we're the Minnesota Twins, we're dynamite. The Minnesota Twins, they'll win the fight. Holy shit, that's bad. Minnesota really Twins when we hey, are at the You cannot comment on Chainsaw Kane's singing. He's doing a good imitation. Kind the of. Minnesota Twins, watch us explode! You guys don't remember that? No. I don't remember Chainsaw I think I, singing that. I blocked it out. That was the best, dude. It wasn't the best. But it was. <laughs> I mean, you were like in eighth grade, right? It was my favorite Slave Raider song for sure. Okay, can I tell you another story about that, that can night? It, can it be like a heterosexual story this time? <laughs> well, it, it, it would almost... Okay, I'll, I'll make it descriptive for you, Mike, so you will love it, right? So Carry on. <laughs> so Russ goes and goes, I'm going to go get a Slave Raider shirt, right? Okay. Uh, so they had the sergeant, I think his, his name was Sergeant, and uh, they had a big table you know, full of shirts, right? Is that the only so band Russ, you ever saw was Slave Raider? <laughs> Pretty much. That's where all the chicks went, dude. I wasn't going to Teletubbies like you. Come on now. Did they always play next to a trailer park? Yeah, pretty much. That, oh. that made it better. That way you're going to get laid. So you could walk there then. Fucking right. <laughs> After bar, baby. <laughs> okay, so, go so ahead. Russ, I'm sorry. Russ is 6'7", right? He goes up to the table, right? And So we're flipping through. All of a sudden, I see him grab a shirt. And he shoves it down his shorts, right? Turns around and walks away. So he goes to his brother and so, Rick goes, look, I got a shirt. And he pulls it out. And it's like this little kid thing. If you would have put it on, it would have been like a, a half shirt. So that would have really like turned you on, Mike. But yeah, he never did. So what the, the, the stones on him, what he does is he grabs the shirt and he goes back up there and he says, hey, I grabbed the wrong size. Can I exchange it? And they exchanged it for him. How tall is Russ? About six, seven. Jesus Christ! Did he have a Did he have a mustache? Handlebars, yes. 
It just sounds like I'm watching Police Academy when they go to the Blue Oyster Bar. <laughs> Paul knows what that is. I mean, we're looking for. I mean, it's always the same band. You're always with. I very, don't remember that. You're always with very height specific people. Um. Okay, Paul, it's your turn to tell us a story about uh, your favorite concert. Oh, man. Uh, man. It's hard to, hard to top that Slave Raider story. Hey, I know. Well, the, Mike can I tell mean, us I, a story I, about going to see the Wiggles. <laughs> your mom took I me. I still haven't yeah. seen them. They're on my bucket list, but... I did get to see uh, Kiss a couple weeks ago. That was fun. Yeah, tell us about that. So you went to a festival out in Kentucky, right? With all the Hill Jacks. Is that where you get seen your man, Jenner? But but yeah, I was down in uh, Louisville. And uh, yeah, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't really that excited about Kiss. I don't really say I've ever been a Kiss fan. But they were playing, so... Good show. I mean, you know, the music is a a little, I say, a little dated and well, yeah, slightly, classics, uh, slightly generic rock and roll, but but lots of pyrotechnics. They do. They paint their faces. They look really funny. Did Gene Simmons spit fire? Scary. Um, he, I he didn't spit any fire, but he did like at some point have, uh, what was supposed to be blood just like gurgling out of his mouth. I didn't really get what that was all about. I guess that's sort of one of his things. Yep. Did he that, do the tongue sti- in? Sticking his, sticking his tongue out. Yeah. Wiggling it around. Go on. Uh, you know, there were guys up in the air. There was, uh, they had these big things that looked like flying saucers. And like when, uh, one dude was like doing a guitar solo, he'd like finish a guitar and like fire would come out of the end of his guitar and it was, like <coughs> flying saucer would like explode. It was pretty cool. I mean, you know, you had to be there, I guess. Right. Probably I mean, hey, sound that Kiss cool. should be a bucket list for everybody. Uh huh. So it, it was like a, a weekend thing. You guys loaded up schedule, you- which uh, I thought was pretty cool because nowadays, you know, everybody, especially you go to these festivals, they got like set times and they're like literally like down to the minute, which I guess is helpful if you don't want to like miss a band on a different stage or whatever. But they played like a half hour over the time they were scheduled for. So cool. Hey Paul, I've got a real serious question for you. Uh-huh. Being that Mike is so height specific, please list the heights of everybody that was with you that time, that concert. I bet you could have, if you went dude, I bet you could have. I mean, I'm six, three and, uh, my buddy Kyle that I went with, he, I'm not even sure. He he's either six three. He could be six four. I'm not really sure. He's right about my height. Okay. The, we're the kind of guys that Mike would love to follow behind through a crowd. Oh yeah. 
So you hands just, on the hips or hands on abs, Mike. So it's just take my joke and then tell it worse. All right. Sounds good. What else happened? Uh, you know, there were people crowd surfing. Your usual kind of uh, thing there. Spent a lot of time like turning my head, trying to make sure I didn't get kicked in the back of the head by some guy who's like 70 pounds heavier than wait for anybody to crowd surf, that kind of thing. What other bands were there? Uh, let's see. Who else did we see? We saw Nine Inch Nails. Yes. Thursday. Yeah, they headlined. Excuse me, the opening night. They were pretty good. The bass was so, I don't know. I swear I've never was that heavy. Like you're standing there in the crowd and, you know, sometimes you can, you can feel the bass like kind of rattling in your throat and chest and stuff. Like I can feel like all parts of me like vibrating. Mike, you'd have really loved it. You like to be vibrant. <laughs> Still waiting for that good joke. So yeah, Nine Inch Nails was pretty good though. Like, what songs did they play? How close did you get to the stage? Were you drunk when you saw them? Were there a lot of goth people there? Did it get really dark? Did you start wondering what it all means? I mean, were you, like, really into it? Or did you, or did you think, uh, hey, this is, like, better left in the 90s with, you know, all that dark shit? Or, or was it, like, still relevant today? Or did you just uh, want to suck Mike like an animal? like, a, a nice mellow buzz. Um, I don't remember there being too many goth people, you know, there's probably, I don't know what there's like 50,000 people in the crowd, like big festival, uh, you know, probably two thirds of the way to the front, pretty fairly close, but not like, you know, get in there and get like totally crushed kind of close, but you know, they played all the hits, all the songs you'd know. And then the other ones you don't know because you don't like buy all the Nine Inch Nails albums and listen to them. What did it smell like? <sighs> it smelled like Kentucky bluegrass. <laughs> it didn't smell like skunk? I bet it smelled like puke and desperation. I mean, what, what, was most of the crowd like under 18 and all dressed in black and <coughs> craving the old days no, and when dude, that dude, was a dude, thing? Dude. Does your kid listen to Nine Inch Nails? I played some Nine Inch Nails for her, just so she knows uh-huh. what it is. I mean, she thinks it's too fast. It's too loud. She's not really into it. She likes the the 1980s like hairband stuff. She's not really into like heavy grunge. She doesn't mind some Alice in Chains every now and again, but uh, Nine Inch Nails... Not really her thing. I mean, that would have been huge for me. That might have been my number one concert tale to go see them. I've always wanted to see them. Um, but I was just never that heavy into heroin in the 90s where I wanted to go. I mean, more I into heroin nowadays. What's that? And you said much you were going to come. Into nowadays. How but tall are I you? Don't know what, I don't know what happened to you. Justin, remember I'll- that when you were, were going to come to the festival? I was going to come until I found out it was going to set me back about a thousand bucks. And you two guys went for a whole whopping two days, didn't stay on the grounds, went back to a hotel after the shows. 
Do you guys share a room too? Oh yeah, no, we got separate rooms. You should have. Why? I don't know. How tall is he again? <laughs> too tall for you, buddy. Okay. <laughs> so well, that that way you, can, you needed separate rooms because that way you could have groupies each. <laughs> yeah, dude, I I love you, but I, that would have been Let's like a that. thousand bucks for two days yeah. of shows with you guys wanting to go home at nine o'clock. What was uh-huh. the average time you went back to the hotel? And tell the truth. I'll know if you're lying. Uh, let's see. The average one night was 11.30 to 12. And then the second night was 2.30, between 2.30 and 3. So I guess the average that out and you're around 1.30, something like that. All right. You get the applause for that. I mean, that's respectable. I mean, it's not exactly Rockfest and Kadat. Where we're up until three in the morning. We were up later for uh, Tribute Island than you guys were for this Superfest. Did uh, Rob Zombie play that? Rob Zombie did play. And how was he? Saturday. Uh, you know, he's just the same as always. I'm kind of, I like him, but I'm kind of bored with him, honestly. I mean, the show's always the same, all the same, you know. Race How many shows have you gone to of his? Cars, Dragula cars on the screen, and it's just kind of like it's cool. Like I mean, the first four or five times you see it, but I feel like I've probably seen Rob Zombie like seven or eight times now. So, if you were going to rate this concert, zero being Slave Raider and five being the best concert you ever saw, or I'll just group it into a festival, what would you rate it? Uh, I give it a, like a four, let's a f- say. A four? Okay, well. Yeah. We can take I mean, we that. also got to see, you know, Lamb of God, Slipknot, Meshuga, Ministry, and I don't know, others that I'm not thinking of right now. Well, if you're starting with Slave Raider at zero, then, then technically you're starting already at like a four out of five stars. I guess I gave it eight out of five then. <laughs> That's cool. If I did the math right, I'm not sure. Do you want to be done? Do you want me to tell Mike, my story? Tell us about your favorite concert experience. Okay. I guess my favorite concert experience would be the first show I saw with you to see a band that really mattered to me. And this was 1996 or 7, and it was Stone Temple Pilots at the Roy Wilkins Auditorium. And if you don't know where that is, and I w- I'm assuming... Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know one. where it is. Just 10. I don't know if Slave Raider ever played there. But, <laughs> it's too uh, small for him. Yeah, too small. But it's right <laughs> next to the old... Where there used to be a Civic Center in St. Paul. But anyway, it was a great concert venue. They had chairs set up. So people could sit down. And this was like in the middle of the grunge era where nobody was sitting. It was all moshing. It was the precursor to the new metal movement where the moshing really got out of of control. See Woodstock 99. It's on Netflix. I suggest you watch it if you want to see how you're supposed to party at a concert. What are you talking about? You were moshing at like Metallica in 89 and stuff. In 89... 
I my dad I was too young to see a concert on my own. The closest I ever get to I ever got to moshing was waiting in line with my dad at First Avenue to see Slave Raider. But uh <laughs> we didn't get in. That it sold out. Do you remember that that concert Prince was opening for Slave Raider? <laughs> I remember crying on the way home and my dad lighting up a Paul Mall saying well, God damn it, we stood in line for the Raider, and uh, they ran out of goddamn tickets. Go ahead and grind your popcorn. That's I don't know what this was. what happened. That is what happened. And I got home, and my dad let me put my vinyl of Slave Raider. I think the name of the album was I'm in the guys that are 6'7 on the family uh, record player, and, and we listened to it all together. That's pretty hi-hat there, man, because I only got to listen to him on my 8-track. I don't give a screw. So, anyway. So, what was it that, what did you love most about the uh, Stone Temple Pilots? It, they came out on fire. I mean, the whole place just was moving as one when they came out, and I think they started out with sex-type thing. Or Wicked Garden. I am, I am, yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah, you were there. And it was hot. <laughs> And so we had all these chairs in the way, and people wanted to mosh. So after a little while, people just started picking up the chairs and passing them back over the you know other people's heads and piling them in the back of the room, real orderly like. It wasn't out of control. I, I mean, it was just got the chairs out of the way. So nobody went WWE like on it and started hitting anybody over the head with a chair. Not that I saw, Paul. That would have been awesome in the mosh pit. Uh, no, it was like everybody knew what was going to happen because there was like security there, you know. And but like before the band comes out, like more lights are on, and everybody just waits like until the lights start to go down, and then like all at once, everybody just starts folding up the chairs and throwing them towards the back. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. Plus, um, okay, yep. b- before the show started, I believe Paul snuck back behind a. Uh, they had like a bar set up on the floor, but there was nobody manning it. So he started pouring himself beers back there. <laughs> <laughs> now that's well, a party. no, it was, it was, it was staffed, but it was like front, and the beer taps were around on the side. So after having purchased a beer, I just kind of went back for free refills on the side. <laughs> yeah, it was nice. awesome. The whole night was awesome. Um, I walked out of that thing just sweaty. I think my shirt was ripped from moshing. I couldn't tell you how tall anybody was. I didn't have sex with anybody in the bathroom. No, you were just uh, on your knees on the mosh pit floor. That's why your shirt was all ripped and sweaty. I'm sure that's what you'll be thinking about tonight in the shower by yourself. But it was just, <laughs> it was just a concert. That meant something to me. It was like my first big show. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you blew the big show is what you're saying while you're on your knees at the concert. Again, um, there's a lot going on with you, Justin. And there's this, there's a phone line. It's called Phone a Friend. <laughs> and they answer anybody. Um, Paul and I used to crank call them in the 80s. And that line is still around. I think you need to give him a call after this is over and just talk about who you really are. I'll call him up and I'll say, hey, this is your old friend, Mike Winter. 
<laughs> I don't think they're going to know. Who, I mean, we didn't use our real names when we crank call. Well, yeah, but they still know who you are because you called in and cried yourself to sleep. Usually, I heard. Um. Um. Hey, who opened? Who opened for that show, Mike? Was it Was it Meat Puppets? I think it was Hoodlum Johnny. <laughs> it was not Hoodlum Johnny, dude. That actually was one of my favorite shows. Right, right, <laughs> and that's a whole other story. So that's it for me. So just ten. It was Slave Raider and Tall Men and having sex in the bathroom. For Paul, he, I don't think he could really pick a favorite. He just talked about a festival he went to recently. And for me, it's the Stone Temple Pilots in like 1995. Was it yeah, five or six? And, you know, everybody's got their stories out there. You can send them to us. How do you get a hold of the gang over at Wisecracking with Winter? I bet you've been wondering that all night long while listening to this. Well, it's really easy. Uh, you get a hold of them. You, you go to wisecrackingwithwinter at yahoo.com. You can send me a long email. You can find us on Twitter at getwisecracking. You can find us on the Instagram. You can find us on Facebook. It's really not that hard to get a hold of us. What if you just go to getwisecracking.com? You can do that, too. You can go to the home base, the home website. You can... You can, you can uh play the episodes right from there you can and you can read Look paul's descriptions episode. yes paul puts a lot of work into the show descriptions and the notes so if you want to slap paul on the back without actually touching him read his notes hit his links speaking of his links paul where's the <laughs> finest corn dogs in the world like- uh, anybody can corn answer. Dogs. I, Finest I corn think dogs. Got, I think you got to travel across the pond over there to uh, the Emerald Isle. The Emerald As Isle, you, you say? Justin, yeah. have you been to the Emerald Isle before? No, I have not. But um, let's hear what you do with a, a wiener on a stick when your mouth is drooling. In the subject. We're still dwelling on the slave raider gay thing, but uh, we're, no we're, pronto puffs. Oh, okay, all right. To have it's a proper corn puffs. dog, you need the right batter, ladies and gents. And in order to get that, you don't have to go to Ireland, but I suggest you do. We have a lot of fans out there, and you'll be in good company with all those lads. But you can get the batter sent directly to your house with a T-shirt, a cranky Yankee T-shirt from Ireland. Just imagine your next um, dinner party where you get the living room table all set up, a nice tablecloth out there, and you get the deep fat fryer and you throw it in the middle and you get all your friends over there and they can all stick popsicle sticks into their wieners and dip it into that magical Irish batter and fry it up. The stories you'll have for a lifetime, frying up corn dogs. At your next dinner party, you, you open up maybe a nice red wine. The conversation is sparkling. And you know who you thank? You thank Cranky Yankee Corn Dogs for that. And Paul, where do you, where do you, where, where do you find them? Is it, is it corndogs.ie? I believe it is. I believe it is corndogs.ie. That's so simple. Justin, are you scribbling that down right now with your crayon? Corn dogs. No, I'm actually putting it in my web browser because I've got to order some right away. 
Well, that's a good idea. And I suggest you all do that at home. Moving along to the next spot, Paul, where do people go if they need to find a house in Indiana? Oh, they come to Paul Lamby over there at Carpenter Realtors. Over there at Carpenter Realty? Yeah, we've all been down yeah, the street. Yeah, you know where he is. We, I do know where he is. He's down the street there at Carpenter Realty waiting on that phone to ring day in and day out. When he's not out selling houses like hotcakes, ladies and gentlemen, he's waiting on you to call him at Carpenter Realty. Paul, what's that number? Uh, it's on the internet. It's on the internet. You'll find it. You'll find it. Or you can send him an email. Paul, where do they email you at? That's on the internet, too. <laughs> it's Paul Lambie at Carpenter Realty. That's where it is. Send him an email if you're in town and you're looking for a house. Now, the final thing that we need to plug, besides Evolve Entertainment, you need a DJ, you need an entertainer, Evolve Entertainment. It's under Evolve Entertain on Facebook. Black and white logo that uh, Justin doesn't like. But needs some color. It doesn't need any color. It's great. They have all your entertainment needs at Evolve Entertainment. Justin, can you please plug your fantasy football site? <coughs> yeah, it's called Don't Go There Because You Don't Get No Info. <laughs> Bullshit. What's the name Is that of it? On Facebook? <laughs> Uh, bad picks are us. Yeah, dumb bastard. <laughs> what is it called? I don't know. <laughs> is it called if you if you want to be third in picks on the Wisecracking with Winter Show? Go here. What are you talking about? How bad did I do? I I never checked. So how bad? How far am I behind? We'll find out next week. So, what's the name of that YouTube channel? How come you won't give it out? (laughs) Is it still J and J Football Dynasty? You bet it is. Dynasty Dash NFL, yeah. And that's where you go to find out the next major move to be made on your dynasty team. So this week, Justin, what what is the big move that people need to make? Um, if you're playing not in dynasty regular leagues, go pick up Kenny Walker because uh, Richard Penny has broken his leg. Who do they play for? Seattle. Aha. You write that down, Paul? Oh, yeah. I, I, yeah, I heard about that because I actually had Rashad Penny in uh, one of my leagues. So, yeah. And what was the guy's name again? Kenny Walker, the third. Um, The other one you could do is uh, pick up uh, somebody else other than Baker Mayfield. I think PJ something for Carolina because Baker Mayfield is going to be out for a couple weeks. Yeah, but this guy's still going to be passing for Carolina. So... Well, the the Baker Mayfield effect has been lifted from Carolina. Okay. So do you think they're going to bench Baker Mayfield? If they're smart. What's the point at this at this juncture of the season? Isn't it already over? I mean, what's the Panthers' record anyhow? One and four. Hey, but what what happened to the other guy, Sam Darnold? Did they cut him or what? Um, he's on the IR. Uh, he got uh, hurt backing up Mayfield or what? 
Uh, yeah, he um, supposedly miraculously hurt his ankle and he's been sitting on the IR. Okay. Well, I guess I won't start him anymore. According to you guys. I mean, I kind of like Baker Mayfield. Haven't you seen his commercials? They're really good. Just because you think he's sexy because you're taller than him because he's five foot six. That horse has been beaten enough. It's just laying there right now, Justin. You've beat that horse and beat it and beat it. And it's just laying there panting. That's right. Like you walking up a flight of stairs, just panting. (laughs) Dude, that, that is so inaccurate. It's like me going up an escalator flight of stairs. <laughs> See, Paul would have got that joke if you would have listened to the last episode. Oh, uh, yeah. If I'd have been listening to this, too, it would have probably helped. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I was watching to see how the offensive <coughs> holding on a field goal attempt. Nice. Which bailed out the Chiefs from their missed field goal. And give them a first and ten. Yes. Raiders territory. Nice. I I don't know. How okay. That What's the score of the Chiefs Raiders game? That's going on right now. La, 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 la. Who do you, does it really matter that much? I mean it's one it's just another game. Justin, you don't have any money on it. Paul, I don't did you bet this game? Uh it might have been part of my parlay that already got blown up. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Paul, Paul and I did parlays. And where do we do parlays? We did them on DraftKings. They're, they're still not a sponsor of the show, so we're not going to mention them that much. But uh, I did a parlay. I took Minnesota to cover. That did not work out. Then I took... Who did I take? You I took Detroit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They covered the shed out. Yeah. Detroit, their entire season is just one long buzzer. I mean, I I don't know what happened there. How do they lose 29 to nothing to New England? (coughs) A third string quarterback, no less. It must have been the Belichick effect. Well, they also didn't have anybody. Amon Brownstein uh, pants was out, and so was DJ Chark. Or shark, I like to say. Um, uh, the DeAndre Swift. Swift was out also, yep. <clears throat> yep, so they locked him down pretty good. Garbage. Garbage. And then my, my last pick was KC and the Raiders. And what's the score of that game? Uh, <laughs> Kansas City. Eight minutes to go in the fourth quarter. But Kansas City has a first and goal at the one yard line. Okay, you can listen again, Justin. How about we uh, make some picks? So the score is 3023. <laughs> are you that sad that you're going to. You're, wow, you're, are you recording the game? Oh yes. My God, dude. And you have no money why on it. Why not cover Travis Kelsey? Well, I've got. Uh, shares of Kelsey, Jacobs, you know, well, Mahomes, you'll, blah, you'll blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I need yeah. to sweat, man. That's <laughs> the whole part of uh, fantasy football is you need the sweat to make you feel good. <laughs> they just keep coming. 
All right, Paul, you ready to call out these games? Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. All right, we'll start with the uh, the always high-quality football Thursday night game on Amazon. The Washington Commanders travel to take on the Monsters of the Midway at Soldier Field. Chicago Bears are a one-point favorite. Mike, what say you? I need a minute. Let Justin go first. <laughs> well, being that Mike needs a minute, we'll take a minute here. So what do you think the over-under is, Paul, that um, Amazon Prime wants a billion dollars back for this year's shitty slate of games? I mean, they should have known that Thursday games are always bad matchups. I don't know if, like... I don't know if their contract got them any kind of influence and for future years, but I mean, this should I have mean, been buyer beware. <laughs> <laughs> the NFL said it pulled out every. Okay, what's the worst matchup this week? All right, Thursday night game. All right, Thursday night game. That's what That's it seems like. Usually about how it goes. Um, right, so I'm, just is- gonna, I'm just going to jump in here. The, the commanders are terrible. And the Bears are just like one notch above terrible because they have a sometimes decent defense and they can't actually move the ball at times as witnessed by putting the Vikings in a position to have to come from behind in the fourth quarter yesterday. I think the Bears will cover this. What is the spread? One point. For who? Bears minus one. I'll take the commanders. You got it, Mike. Have you uh, have you consulted your magic eight ball yet to come up with an answer? I have. I'm going to take the Bears grudgingly. There you go. The commanders That's are that smart, bad. Man. What I don't get is why would you stick this game on Al Michaels, man? This guy is ready to retire. He has not had a decent goddamn game to call on Thursday night all year long. And that's this Again, is just why did he, why did he go to Thursday? This is just a kick in the in the nuts to a broadcasting legend. It's Al fucking Michaels, and he's having a call. Wait, maybe, he, he's having he a call. paired up with again. Who cares who? It's Al Michaels. Collingsworth. Yeah, he's a hack. I'm yeah. tired of Collingsworth. Don't do this, Wait, Al no, Michaels. Is on Sunday night. Speaking of hacks, hey Mike. Do you believe in miracles? Is it going to be a good game? No. Are you going to make a pick? It's going to be rotten, and I'm going to take the Bears to cover. I'm not even going to watch a minute of it. Next. New York Jets travel to Lambeau Field to take on the Packers. Packers are a seven-and-a-half-point underdog. Mike, we're going to put you on the spot again first. Why do I have to keep going first? Well, yeah. The Packers are an underdog? I know Paul keeps no, breaking up. No, they're a seven-and-a-half-point favorite at home. That's what I was going to say. All righty. You know what? The Packers have been very cold. And uh-huh. they're not impressing me whatsoever. Looks like the Jets got their quarterback back. Green Bay, so... Yeah, okay. It looks like the Jets got their quarterback back. Zach, whatever his last name is. Stacy's mom? Yeah, the guy who uh, had sex with his mother's best friend. 
I like that guy. I like him just for that. And I'm going to pick the Jets to cover. All right. Justin Wall. J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 Jets. And it's not because uh, I'm a Vikings fan and they're the Packers. It's because the Packers are god-awful. They got gifted a game against Brady and no receivers. They got gifted a game um, in overtime with a couple of bad calls so that they could beat the New England Patriots. They should literally have only beaten the Lions so far. So the Packers are god-awful. J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. I don't even think they played the Lions. They beat the Bears, though. Was that who it was? Yeah. Of course, they always beat the Bears. So, yeah. You know, Rodgers owns the Bears. So, yeah, but weren't they down in the first half? Pretty I mean, no, the Bears okay. don't get ahead of the Packers usually. They have a couple times. Anyway, uh, you know, when we all are on the same side, I'm going to run stats on this before next week's podcast but when we all agree on a pick it's usually wrong so you know if you're a Packers fan that's good news because I'm taking the seven and a half points next up the Tampa Bay Buccaneers travel to Pittsburgh to take on the Steelers Steelers are an eight and a half point underdog at home I'm gonna go first on this one uh, the Buccaneers, they aren't quite right, but I feel like this is, you know, I could be wrong, but I think this is going to be the get-right game for Tampa. They're going to straighten it out. They're going to win something like 31-17. to 17. I'll, I'll lay the points. Mike? Give me the Buccaneers all day. That second-string quarterback that Pittsburgh has, I can't find his name even. Take it. What is it? Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett picking his nose and getting sacked. That guy is... No, he's, he throws to Pickens in his nose. That guy is god-awful. Horrible. They're going to lose by 30. Give me the buckos all day. And uh, just a shout-out to Tom Brady. Hey, good luck with the divorce, bro. Dude, it's Pickett to Pickens. Picket to Pickens. Carl Pickens? No, that that's the rookie wide receiver's name is Pickens. Really? Okay. Yeah. Is it Carl Pickens' kid, Carl Pickens Jr.? <laughs> yes. Cool. So you, you like you like Pitt plus no, eight I and don't. a half points. Uh, basically, what I'm going to say is that the Buccaneers are finally getting right, and we're all correct. So go contact your mortgage broker. Take the loan out on the house and bet it all on the Bucks. Wow, it sounds like Tampa Bay is Justin's lock of the week. Lock it up. Yeah, he said that about the Lions, too. All right. Next up, we have, we have the Baltimore Ravens at the New York Football Giants. Giants are a five-point underdog at home. They are 4-1 and one probably for the first time in, like, I don't know, 15, 20 years. Probably since last... Anyway, uh, I like the Giants' style. I like their moxie. I don't know if they're the most talented team, but this uh, new coach seems to have them playing, playing hard. I like that. I don't know if they come out with the win, but Baltimore seems to play a lot of tight games, so even if Baltimore wins, I like it to be by... A- 
and take the Giants in the five points. Mike? Give me Jones. Give me Saquon Barkley. They're going to cover. If they, they might even win this game. I like the Giants this year. They're plucky. They're plucky. Give me those Giants to cover. You, you got them. Justin, what do you think? So Mike's saying that the Giants, the Giants are going to pluck the Ravens? I did, I guess. And I feel bad about that. But, yes, they will pluck the Ravens. Ravens all day. <laughs> all right, you got it. Next up, the hotly contested rivalry, the Jacksonville Jaguars. They travel north to the uh, Circle City to take on my wife's Indianapolis Colts. Colts are its point favorite at home. Mike, what say you? Give me the Jaguars. The Colts eat horse shit this year. They're just awful. Awful, awful, awful. And the Jaguars are definitely on the upswing. Give me the Jaguars to cover that lousy two points all day. Justin? Uh, if you're in fantasy football, go pick up the Jaguars defense because they are awesome this year. Second bit of uh, trivia probably is that is Taylor playing? We don't know if Taylor's playing at this point for the Colts, so um, I'm not liking that so much. But Travis Etienne is on the uptick for the Jaguars. Go get him. And I'm taking the Jags all day, every day. Okay. I am going to look at the... I don't disagree that the Colts are a hot mess, but I think the Jaguars have now lost two in a row. The Colts do... They are uh, famous for having trouble with Jacksonville, but... And everybody else. They're usually a little bit better at home, losing all the time on the road. Uh, I think it's a game that the Colts need okay, to pull it out by three or more points. One f- last fantasy tidbit on for the Colts. Go pick up Alec Pierce. Who's that? The rookie wideout. Why? The so he could not catch anything? He couldn't catch a cold. The Colts are such a letdown from last year. Last year, like eight catches last week. I don't yeah. care. The last year, last Even year, Thursday night game. I don't care. Last year, I was bleeding blue. I wanted the Colts to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl, and I don't know what happened this year. Why? They, they didn't I just like the playoffs them. last year. They were plucky. They were they a didn't plucky even make the playoffs. team. I know they kind of fell apart at the end, but I was all about them. But this year, it's no. All right, just well, avoid them. That's fine. That's fine. We'll see how it turns out. Yeah, we will see. Moving along, the San Francisco 49ers head east to Hotlanta, taking on the Falcons in the uh, Mercedes-Benz, not Superdome, but uh, just regular dome, I guess. Mercedes-Benz regular dome. Falcons are a a five-and-a-half point dog at home. Justin, let's start with you. Hold on, I lost my thing, and now I'm going to get some terrible noise here. Why is this not pulling up? Okay, so what game are we on? We're on the 49ers? 49ers, minus five and a half at Atlanta. All right, I'm trying to find the game so I can see it. Oh, there we are. Are you looking for your uh, special picks and predictions page on the interweb? Yes. 
So 49ers are five and a half. They are. All day. All day. Line could change before Sunday, but all day today. This is tough. This is a tough one. Sadly, I think I am going to take the Falcons. I still think the 49ers win, but they've been pretty tough and stingy. I think it's going to be within within the five points. The Jimmy how is, Garoppolo how is this remotely tough? Uh, you know, I don't know how it's... I, I haven't really watched the Falcons. They're a team that they, they score points in the second half and they make games closer than they should be and they make teams that should beat them by multiple scores sweat and they have a chance on the last possession like they did uh, yesterday against Tampa and actually they got screwed on the roughing the passer call that would have got them a ball back late. Correct. So, and they did it earlier in the year against uh, the Rams when they were down like three scores and then got uh, within a, a score chance to tie the, or take the lead late in the game. So, yeah, I think the 49ers win, but I'll take uh, Atlanta in the five and a half points. Mike, sounds like you want to lay those five and a half with the 49ers. Hell right? yes. No question about it. Give me those Niners. Give me Garoppolo. Because you love them Niners. I love them against Jean that Falcons Garoppolo. team. Oh, he, he, He's just picking the Niners because he's in love with Jimmy G. He thinks he's cute. That poor horse. I think it's dead. I think Hard they, to argue with that rationale. I think they How tall is he, Mike? I couldn't tell you, dude. I, I, I'm not staring that hard. <laughs> I think you are, though. I mean, I don't know the what's Cincinnati going on. The Cincinnati Bengals coming off a tough last-second loss to the Ravens in Week 5. They head to the new uh, the Mercedes-Benz Super Dome to clash with the New Orleans Saints. Saints are a one-and-a-half-point dog at Mike starts off give me the Bengals they got to win at some point that's it two not very good teams both a letdown Bengals aren't as bad the end (laughs) did you say something funny I laughed at my own shit because because it was so insightful. I said, "Just give me the Bengals." I'm not watching one minute of this game either. All right, Justin, what say you? Um, I'll I'll expand upon Mike's take a little bit. I don't think that um, I my favorite one of my favorite bad names is Gaysom Hill because he sucks. Um. He is not going to score four touchdowns against the Bengals. The Bengals will win. Wow. Okay. You said that last I week know. and you were wrong. I don't know who Hill would score four touchdowns against. Did he have? Last week. Yesterday. That was two no touchdowns. No way. Okay. I missed that. Wow. I thought it That's was good only timing. two. I just, I, yeah. just, I just stopped him from my fantasy league last week. But, uh,. Yeah, I'll have to rush back out and get him for this week. Uh, no, yeah, I. both these teams are two and three. I don't think New Orleans really has realistic playoff hopes, but the Bengals really need the win, and so I think they find a way to pull it out and hopefully by two or more points. So we're all on the Bengals there. Next up, we have the New England Patriots at the Cleveland Browns. Browns are 
a three-point favorite at home. I'll take this one first. Uh, or the uh, quintessential definition of a dumpster fire at this point. And New England is a real wild card as far as what you're going to get week to week. But I think they go in and uh, either win that game or cover the three points. I take New England. Mike? Give me those chowder-eating, Belichick-following, Red Sox rooting on in, greasy Patriots. Give me the Patriots. They impressed me last week against Just Ten's lonely, lonely, lowly Lions. And the Browns are just not that much better. Uh, give me the Patriots in an easy one. That might be my lock of the week, actually. Lock it up. Lock it down. Put the chassis belt on and lock it. (laughs) Justin? Well, these are your special brownies that Mike likes to cook, so he's going to put some special ingredients in it. And he's going to forego the lobster roll, and he's going to eat the brownies. Brownies all day. Another horrible pick. Okay, you. You're t- I believe you just took Cleveland minus three. All right, this is a game you guys are really going to be excited about. We'll really test out Mike's theory that he pointed out earlier in the show. Heading to South Beach, taking on the Miami Dolphins. Vikings laying three points on the road. Mike, are you going to bet the other team? Unfortunately, after what I've seen weekend and week out of my Vikings, the new cardiac kids of 2022, apparently, give me the Vik. Give me the. I'm sorry. Give me the Dolphins and the three points. The Vikings will beat them by like one point or something. <laughs> It'll be some dumbass game where the Vikings should be stomping their guts out because there's no Tua, and they're just kind of falling apart over there. Yeah, give me the Dolphins in the three. There may not even be a Teddy Bridgewater. I guess we don't know yet. That could affect the line. He was never but, even knocked out. Justin, what say you on the uh, Vikings minus three? I say Bridgewater gets redemption on the Vikings finally and at last because Bridgewater wasn't even knocked out, so he's not even in concussion protocol. So... Put that in your pipe and smoke it. The Vikings, classic trap game. They're going to be playing over their heads. The weather's going to be too warm for them or something. Go Dolphins, go. Besides, the Vikings can't cover anybody anyways. Justin, how tall is Teddy Bridgewater? I don't know. How tall is he? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Paul? Wow. I mean, you guys have almost changed my mind here. I was... I was really on the Vikings, but hearing hearing what you guys have to say, you know, I'm really starting to rethink my pick. But I, I still think this is one that the Vikings go in big because I think, you know, it's about that time after the real scare against the Bears. I think they're going to have that game where they look like Super Bowl contenders. And then you guys are all going to get super excited up there and be like, oh, yeah, this is the year. This is the year. This is the year. Look at what we did to the Dolphins. 
I'm, I'm picking just the so Vikings you know. to win this one by like 20 points. Wow. Okay. okay. In fact, I, I might have to, I might make it my lock of the week. Wow. Nice. Yeah. Paul has returned to the purple. It's no. So you know that every uh, radio talk show is talking about how terrible the Vikings are, and they're four and one. They're not terrible. They just well, can't. they are probably the worst four and one team in the league. Besides the Giants. Yeah. I take okay. the Giants against them. Yeah, we'll see. See you at the well, NFC we'll Championship game. Won't, Bears won't be there. <laughs> oh, by the way, name me two Giants wide receivers that are going to play in the game. Uh, yeah, that uh, Richie. What's uh, Rick James? <laughs> Richie James. <laughs> and uh, I mean, Sterling Sharp's still on the roster, right? Yeah, he, uh, he blew out his knee or something, though. Julian Shepard, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. He played. And uh, that other guy that I can't remember. Exactly. Who was supposed to be good. All right. We got a few more games to go. I think we're into the the late games. The uh, Carolina Panthers traveling cross country to take on the Rams at SoFi Stadium. Nobody cares. Rams. And uh, let's see, Justin, you're up first. How many for the Rams? 11. 11. And you got what, PJ O'Rourke starting for the Panthers? That's right. Jeez. I guess uh, at the end of the game, he's going to wind up saying, have your pets spayed and neutered too. Um, I actually think I am going to take the Panthers with all the points. I think it's going to be closer than 11. Another awful pick. Wow. Yeah, give me that awful pick, too. I mean, the Rams are a mess right now. They're not that bad. They're not can't I mean, cover against the Panthers bad. No way. I think they are. No. I mean, they could win by 10, they could win by 10 points and still not cover. That's a big, it's a big spread for a team that's inconsistent. But, Mike, you want the uh, Rams minus 11? You got them. Yeah, I'll take them if you guys just want to leave them by the side of the road like a bag of oranges in L.A. I mean, I'll yep, pick up those just, oranges. Uh, I'll put them in my car. I'm out wait, waiting for you. Well, you know what? I'm pulling over, and I'm opening up my passenger door, and I'm buying some oranges, and I'm handing the Rams a smoke and giving them a ride on down to Malibu because uh, I think the Rams got this one. But is your windshield clean, too, or no? Okay. I, I, it doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't matter. All right. Mike takes the Rams, a bag of oranges, and a dirty windshield. <laughs> <laughs> Kyler Murray and the air. I like how Paul just fades out. To... The Seattle Seahawks. Arizona's a two-and-a-half-point favorite on the road. I got to tell you, I'm I'm convinced. I, I've been convinced by Geno Smith. I think he's the real deal. I'm taking Seattle. Mike? Where did Geno Smith play before Seattle? Was it everywhere? The, everywhere? 
He's a journeyman. Yep. He's a career hitchhiker. He gets a ride yeah, in the next town. Jets. And he, he started a few games for the Jets. And he knocks up the town waitress at the diner. And then he, he was the first quarterback selected back in 1919 of that draft. <laughs> Geno Smith. He's the guy that hitches in the town, knocks up a waitress at a diner, and then leaves again. He's hot garbage, and so are the Seahawks. I, they are nothing. They, they play garbage teams and put up a lot of points. Give me the class of the AFC South. Is that? No, AFC West. Sorry, I don't fucking know. Try again. Try NFC West. Who gives a shit? Uh, give me Kyler Murray. Give me those Cardinals. It's going to be an easy one. And they're the ultimate prophylactic that, to uh, Geno Smith. Is that your back? Is that my what? Your backup lock of the week? No. I just, Geno Smith <laughs> is just, you know, someone should put him into a cannon and shoot him into the sun. The love of your life. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I think the 12th man would disagree, but Justin, what do you think? Well, I think that on this game, if you're going to go for a parlay bet, being we referenced that a little bit earlier, um, no matter what what the points for or what the um, total is, bet the over. Because even if it's 100 or 112, bet the over on this game because neither one of these defenses can stop anybody. So with that being said, it's got to be a get-right game for the Dirty Birds, and that's still not telling you a thing. So we're going to go with the Red Birds on this one. I and I will tell you the uh, you got them the uh, since you referenced the over under the over under is fifty one, which is the highest over under for week six. So but is that just for the Cardinals? Pass that. That's the total for the game. Is that just 10. for the Cardinals? The over-under for the game is 51. So 51 total points scored. So that'd be seven touchdowns and then a safety or something. Well, the the Seahawks have given up 40 in the last two games, I believe. Take the under. Take the under on this one. Well, 38 and 40, I guess. All right, for bonus picks, Justin likes the over. Mike likes the under. Mike always yeah. likes the under. Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. I'm, a, I'm undecided on that one. but uh, <laughs> they're, they're juicing the over, so they want you to bet the under. So the over probably is the way to go. Uh, all right. Finally, rounding out the afternoon, late afternoon, slate of games. Big game. Big matchup. NFC. Uh, what is this division called now? The East, yeah. The NFC East matchup. <laughs> Dallas Cowboys at uh, Philadelphia. The Eagles laying four and a half points. Uh, Justin, you're up first on this one. Do we know if we're getting Dak or is it the Cooper Rush experiment yet? I sure don't know. Uh, well, let's go Jerry with this. Jones is probably... Excited to uh, feed the, the quarterback controversy. Probably keep Cooper in there another week. But what? Well, I, I mean, I was just going to say that if we're going to say that the NFL is rigged, 
Let's get everybody talking about the Cowboys for a Sunday night victory so that way <clears throat> they can be the in first place and then Dak will be healthy and then it'll be, oh my God, what do the Dallas Cowboys do? They're in first place. Cooper Rush hasn't lost and oh my God, are they going to go back to Dak or is Cooper Rush the future? Are you serious? Well, that's if the Cowboys win. So let's take the Cowboys. Are you still serious about that? Yeah. The guy threw for 102 yards last week. It doesn't matter. They're winning. Okay. All right. What was the name just of your Dynasty League thing again? Sell. They just want to talk about the Cowboys. So there you go. Okay. That's what Al Davis always said when he owned the Cowboys. Just win, baby. That is what he always said. <laughs> Man, I'm not sure on this one. Thinking Philadelphia... I would have said Philadelphia for sure until Dallas beat the Rams yesterday and Philadelphia barely squeaked by Cardinals. Uh, but back at home, I think Philadelphia turns it up a notch and, and I think they cover, they win by seven. Mike? Give me the Eagles. I don't like the Cowboys. The Cooper Rush thing is a nice story, right? But... Uh, yeah, with no Prescott, they have no chance against the Eagles. No chance at all. What What if Prescott plays? He may be back. Uh, Let's say he's back. I guess I would wait until Sunday sometime in the afternoon before I bet this game. If Prescott's back, take the Cowboys. If he's not, definitely the Eagles. Okay, so what's your pick today? I'm going to take the Eagles right now. So Okay. Mike and I are on the Eagles. Just as a uh, side note, being a Vikings fan, I love that Cooper Rush is beating everybody else, so that way it doesn't look so bad that the Vikings lost to him last year. 102 yards last week, dude. That was plenty enough, I guess, against uh, your L.A. Rams that you expect to beat Carolina by 12-plus points. <laughs> uh, the Cowboys are a little bit better, I think, this year than the Rams. Okay. All right. Uh, now we're moving. Actually, you know what? That's the Sunday That's the Sunday night football game. So we just got one left Monday night football, the Denver Broncos. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Why are they on primetime TV again? Why? You bypassed the Bills Chiefs, didn't you? America's team? America's team? They're America's team, they say. You did skip the Bills game. Did we do Bills Chiefs? Yeah, we didn't do Bills Chiefs. Uh, We didn't do Bills Chiefs. I missed that one. All right, let's find it. I glossed over that one. How could you gloss over the best game of the week? Well, I think because it's not... On DraftKings, probably because they're waiting to see if the Chiefs beat the Raiders. Because we also don't have the Raiders game, whoever they're playing next week, assuming there's no buys. Um, I did see a line earlier today, and it was, I think it was Buffalo minus two. It's at Kansas City, right? Yes. So, yes, all yes. right, let's, let's do that. Buffalo minus two. At Kansas City, uh, let's see. I'll go first. As much as I don't want to, uh, 
I'm going to take... I'm not going to talk about how this Kansas City, Oakland, Las Vegas, Los Angeles game is ending right now in my analysis. So Justin can sweat through it as he rewinds his Betamax tape and watches it after <laughs> we record this. That's uh, a I'm just going to say, I think Buffalo goes in and uh, gets revenge. For last year's playoff meltdown, I guess I will take Buffalo and lay the two points, although I'm not super confident. Uh, Mike, let's put you up next. Give me the Billy Rubens. Enough said. Okay. Enough said. Justin? <clears throat> well, if he was still alive, John Madden would say that this is going to be a slobber knocker, except for the fact that both teams are a bunch of passing sissies, and they don't know how to run the ball. A, so, a slobber knocker? That's right. Is that something that he'd say walking out of your bedroom on a Saturday night? <laughs> yeah, he gave me a slobber knocker. That's right. <laughs> and By the way, Mike, he was 6'3", so there. Great. Glad to hear it. That's a lot of weight for you to be on the bottom of <laughs> He, you pick the under all the time, you said. Yeah. Paul, yeah. do you think Justin is a top right. or a bottom? Quickly. And so... Pa- why is, oh, wait a second. Like, why is Paul above these jokes? <laughs> who are you trying to impress, Paul? He, I told you I was undecided on the over-under. I mean, can a guy have a little time to think about it? I guess so. So at any rate, in the slobber knocker, I, I think that Paul's exactly right. The Bills have circled this one on their calendar. They want redemption. The capital R-E-D or R-D or D-R. Whatever. It doesn't matter. They're going to come out and they're going to kick 13 types of dog crap out of the Chiefs. It's going to be a stampede. And uh, take, take the Bills. And by the way, parlay it. Go with the, the over on this one also. No, the old fashioned shootout. I don't. I don't hate that. That might be a good idea, actually. Where should we put all your luggage, Miss Hills? In the connecting. Let's see. I was trying to see if I can find an over under. Oh, here we go. Uh, fifth. Okay, fifty three and a half on the over under. Take that all day. Run to the bank with that one. Mike, you are you over or are you an under on that? Over, for sure. Okay, so you like to go both ways. <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. Yep. All right, I got one more game for you guys, if you're game. Again, as, uh, as already slightly introduced, the Denver Broncos. Why are they on prime time again? The Los Angeles Chargers. Why? Monday night football. I thought you had a man crush on Wilson, Mike. No. No. They're awful. They should not be on prime time anymore. It's a wrap. Justin, how how tall is Russell? Um, he's he's about two inches taller than Mike, and he's that makes him five foot eight. I'm five eleven. Uh, I think I think he's 5'11", too. And, and you know what? I can give you 511 oh, reasons why 
this game nice should not be on primetime television. I can just well, say you know, they do set these schedules before the season starts, and, and a lot of people, I wasn't among them, but a lot of people were really high on the Broncos. How about flexing out of this one? Why can't they just flex another game in there? That, that's a good one. They were high yeah, on the Broncos. Till later. Get it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were high on the Broncos and Russell Wilson. And, I mean, Justin Herbert was, like, uh, the hottest new young quarterback not named Josh Allen. Do yourself a favor. Watch baseball that night. Turn on the Guardians and Yankees. They're playing. You can turn on the Mariners and Astros. Who the hell are the Guardians? The Cleveland Guardians. Formerly the I'd rather Indians. watch the Braves or the Redskins. Okay, good for you. Um, but they're the Guardians now. Turn on baseball. Do not spend a minute watching Broncos fucking Chargers. Awful. Excuse me. As a side note, Mike. Yeah, I don't know. There's a five. Do you think that Babe Ruth would series. recognize baseball? I don't. I think he would know what a baseball is. Yeah. No. If you went to a game, do you think he would recognize it with having ghost runners and all this other bullshit starting? Yeah. Ghost runners? Going, oh, you mean in extra innings? Going four innings. Well, the pitching. Hey, they don't. Yeah. They don't. They don't do that in the playoffs, though. Did you see the uh, the Cleveland Tampa Bay game went sixteen innings? Oh, they threw out, they threw out the rule, huh? Where you start? Yeah, they don't do that in the playoffs. Okay. Oh, no, good. it went. It was scoreless to the 16th inning, and uh, I don't know. Somebody for Cleveland hit a walk-off home run, one nothing. So, do they have to like take a week off because everybody's spent? Uh, well, they earned a free day off by sweeping the two out of three game series, and then they get the obligatory day off between series. So they should be London. Well, actually, no, I think they're starting with the National League series tomorrow. So, actually, they get three days off. So, yeah, I mean, you know, 16 innings, that'll drain your whole bullpen there because they probably had to pitch, like, 12 pitchers or something. Anyway. Yeah, let's pick the game. I got to go to bed. Let's digress. Uh, So, yeah, Denver and the Chargers. Chargers are a five-point favorite at home on Monday night. And my cat Lucy said she doesn't care about this, so uh, I guess nobody's interested. But uh, yeah, whose turn is to pick first here, Mike? Well, I think it's I think it's you. It'll be mine, Chargers, because <laughs> I hate Russell Wilson now. So I'm sorry, I missed your pick. Chargers. So the Chargers will win because you hate Russell Wilson. Exactly, makes total sense. And they'll they'll cover better than five points. Yes, they will because they know how much I hate the Broncos. Justin, what do you and think? Wilson. So, so what's the over under line? Uh, let's see. Pull that up here. Forty five and a half. Take the under. Yeah. Yeah, I took the under last week with the uh, Colts, and I think they had that at like forty-two and a half. And they, uh, what did that one end up? Twelve nine, I think. 
Well, th- this is Mike's game. This is totally under, and he's taking the Chargers because uh, he's got a man crush on Wilson. And uh, who do you like on the spread there, Justin? Uh, take the San Diego Super Chargers and pick up Mike Boone. Mike Boone. Whoever that is. The Denver Broncos. Who is that? Like a kicker? He used to be a no, he's a running back. Moron. Who cares? Another grass. <laughs> so is the guy whose fancy football team is dropping up. Am I on five? <laughs> Jesus. You might be. Uh, you're on the cusp. <laughs> let's, do, let's, do, let's do a live check-in and find out. <laughs> oh, you know what the answer to that one is. Here's show league matchups. Uh, yeah, it looks like you just lost 112. To... And you had the lowest score of the week, so you're out for the side pot. Congratulations. Nice. Double dipping, Mike. <laughs> yeah, I'm really, uh, I'm just throwing strikes. In my fantasy football league this year, just garbage. Yeah, well, maybe if you knew my, if you knew who Mike Boone was, I mean. Maybe oh yeah, he's, he's the around. difference maker, Mike Boone, from where? From like fucking Vermont or something? Nobody cares. He's not actually some, Cincinnati. Who cares? Who cares? It's, it's just some nobody yeah. that they're gonna put on the team. He might put up like five points one week, and all these fantasy football players. Are, are coming all over themselves over this guy. I mean, what for? Five points. I hate fantasy football. The end. What are you talking about? He got 14 this week. In your crazy league. Uh, you guys want me to pick this game or? Let's hear what you got to say. I don't know, man. I mean, I was going to be on the Chargers, but with both of you guys already there, I know what happens. Things. But on the other hand, I mean,. Denver's Denver's offense is awful. I mean, they're probably lucky. They're lucky if they put up 17 points. And that would mean they'd have to tra- hold the Chargers to 21 or less. Uh, you know, I'm going to go there. I'm My prediction, Chargers 21, Denver 17. Denver covers the five points. All it, right, I, I don't like it. All right, well, that brings us to the check. end. I think it brings a wrap to this marathon show of almost an hour and a half. Total nonsense. Horrible picks by Justin. Decent picks by me and Paul. I don't know. Make well, sure you... said one thing right there. Wrap it up, Mike, when you uh, go down. Let's just wrap this up. Hey, thank you very much for staying with us through this tonight. And we will check you out next week. Don't forget to rate us on Apple. Leave a review if you'd like. We're also on Spotify. I'm just looking here. Rate us on Spotify. You can uh, do whatever you want. Tell a friend about the show. We sure do appreciate it. And if you'd like to be a celebrity guest. Mike is out on his own. If you'd like to be a celebrity guest guest picker hey get a hold of us let us know we'll have you on you can pick with the pros here on wise cracking with winter hey thanks again for tuning in i sure do appreciate it and have yourselves a great night